0: So in this episode, we're going to talk about using OmniAuth Twitter to connect Twitter to a Rails application and allow you to build a very simple uh, Twitter client in your browser using Rails. So I've already scaffolded up this uh, simple application, and we basically have a user and a body for each of these tweets. So we're going to keep track of the user ID in our application that will be connected to a Twitter account. Uh, using OmniAuth and then we'll also have the tweet bodies so we'll cache those and allow you to uh, just have them saved in your application for quick access. Um, so the first thing you need to do is visit apps.twitter.com slash app slash new and fill out the new application form. So you'll want to give it a name and a description, uh, the public website, and the most importantly, you want to specify this callback URL here. So what happens here is that when you log in with Twitter and you sign in with Twitter, it will send you back to the original application uh, to test it out. So then... Um, That original application will then say, hey, okay, let's look at these credentials. It looks uh, secure and correct. So then your application can make sure that, okay, this person really did sign in with Twitter and we can verify that they were correctly signed in. So OmniAuth Twitter will provide this URL here in your application, off Twitter callback. And the 127.0.0.1 is important because you can't use localhost in their configuration. So you can specify that instead of localhost, which is the exact same thing, and make sure you specify the port that you'll be running your Rails server on locally. So uh, take a look at the developer agreement, agree to that, and then create your Twitter application. Once you've created your Twitter app, you'll want to click over to the keys and access tokens tab so that we can grab the consumer API key and the consumer secret, the API secret. So we're going to copy these and put them in our uh, Rails config secrets.yml file. So in here, I'm going to add my Twitter API key and paste that in. And then the other one that we need to add is the Twitter API secret and we can copy that from here. So we'll save this and then this will make it accessible for our application um, when we configure OmniAuth. So one quick security tip here is that you don't always want to keep your, your secret keys in your Git repository. If you ever make this open source or you share this with other people, they'll be able to steal your keys potentially and that's not a good thing. So uh, one way to do this is to replace these with environment variables like you see here at the bottom. Um, and you could configure that in your server or Heroku um, to set those as well. And the other thing that you'll probably want to do is if you set them like this, you can hop into your terminal and open up the .gitignore file. And here you can add config Uh, config secrets.yaml. And then when you take a look at your git status, you wanna make sure that um, when you add the files in here, like config, if you say git add config, when you check out git status, you should make sure that it doesn't add config secrets.yaml into your git repository and of course we need to paste in here the omnioth twitter gem into our gem file and then we need to jump into our terminal and run bundle to install it so coming back to our editor we can open up the config initializers omnioth.rb file and let's create that and paste in the uh, middleware that OmniAuth in injects into your application So OmniAuth provides this OmniAuth builder that is told that Rails needs to use that. And here we can configure it and say provider uh, Twitter, and it will automatically look up the OmniAuth Twitter gem for that and make sure that you have everything set up. And then here we can just say rails.application.secrets.twitter API key, just like what we created in that uh, secrets.yaml file, Uh, same name, and then same here, we can say secrets.twitterapi secret. So this will use the dynamic um, Twitter API keys that you have configured here. So sometimes in development, you may not want to use the same Twitter API key. Uh, as production or same with staging or whatever. So this allows you to configure it and have it change based upon what environment you're using. So let's take a look and see how much we've gotten working so far. I'm gonna restart the Rails server and then in our browser, we can go to localhost3000 slash auth slash twitter. Now this will be OAuth redirecting us and we get this authorized app page which tells us that we're authorizing um, the Go Rails app on Twitter uh, to allow us to read tweets and see who you follow. Now this doesn't uh, give us access to uh, be able to follow new people, update profile, post tweets or any of that stuff Um, and that's okay unless you actually want to do that. And I think that's what we wanted to do in this case. So if we come back to our Twitter app and we click on the permissions tab, you want to check the read and write access uh, level for our application. So when we update that and we go back to our application and go to auth Twitter, this time we should be redirected back and all of those uh, update and write abilities have been added to our Twitter account um, authorization page. So now once we authorize the app we'll be taken back to our Rails app and then the keys that will have, the API keys for this user um, will be able to update your profile and post tweets for you. So that's pretty cool Um, and we can now click authorize app because we're going to get the API keys we want. So. This has taken us back to auth slash Twitter slash callback, which is what we wanted before. And we put that inside of our settings in our Go Rails callback URL. So this has taken us to that same URL. And now that we have that, we have the OAuth token, the verifier, and we can build a callback here in our application to handle that. So inside our config routes file, we actually need to set up a handler for when Uh, Twitter has successfully authenticated and sent us back to the application so that we can take the response and save those API keys for the user so that we can uh, use Twitter on their behalf. So I'm going to paste in a little route here uh, that's a get route for the auth and then it has a changeable provider in it Um, and then we're going to send that to the sessions create controller which we'll create right now. I'm going to edit the app-controllers-sessions-controller.rb-file and paste in the example from uh, OmniAuth's readme here. So the first thing they do is they have this method that they've created on the user model uh, that accepts the OmniAuth hash and then we'll find or create that user, then we'll set the current user in our application to that. Uh, This is the actual sign-in part and then we'll redirect you to the root path. So I'm gonna clean this up really quick and we'll say a root path here. And then uh, let's actually talk about creating this user. So we need to create the user model in our application and we need to do a a handful of things there. But at first, let's just um, just raise an error here so that we can see uh, what is going on in our response using the interactive console in the browser. So let's come back here, and we'll go back to our application. We'll redirect ourselves to Twitter again. We'll authorize the app. And when it comes back here, we get the exception raised as we expected, and we can play with this auth hash uh, that you see here. So this is pretty cool. Uh, We can open this up, and you'll see that we have an OmniAuth hash. It has credentials, so we have the users token and secret, Uh, and this means that if we use these and present them to the Twitter gem, we can use Twitter on behalf of that user we authenticated as. And there's all kinds of other information here. So we've got a lot of other things, such as profile image URLs, we have screen names, we have um, the uh, description of your profile of the user, Uh, and all kinds of other little things that are useful for us each of these that you connect uh, so if you connect facebook uh, it will be different than twitter so you'll have some generic things that are shared like the credentials hash and secrets and tokens but not all of them have secrets some of them just have tokens so this hash is actually uh Changed every time and we'll have to handle it differently for each, but in this case We're just going to take a look at Twitter and for a pretty prettier example of that hash of uh, values You can take a look at OmniAuth Twitter's authentic- authentication hash Example in the readme that shows you how all of this information is nested So a lot of times you're just going to look at Twitter's uh, or the provider and the UID um, Which is your user ID basically? Um, which is different than your uh, nickname or screen name. So uh, this gem auto parses out some of the stuff to standardize it in the info uh, hash here. But if you want the raw information, you can see that there's a screen name um, here as opposed to nickname there. So it knows how to parse these things out. So we actually need to generate our user model and I'm gonna create the model here and we need to handle a handful of things. So first we need the provider, which will be a string. We also need the UID, which will also be a string because sometimes like um, one good example is, I think LinkedIn, the user IDs are not integers. So you wanna make this a string just uh, in case of that, when you want to add maybe another authentication provider that way. So, we're also going to want uh, a name for the user. So, this might be the real name, or it might just be the, um, you know, at exit3 or at Gorails, like the username from Twitter. We're also going to want the uh, credentials that we saw here. So, These credentials, in this case, are going to need a token and a secret, so we'll also have the token and secret here as well. Uh, And one last thing, you might want like a profile image, and you can grab that from the image uh, key value here in the info section as well. So all of these should generally have a profile image that they will provide for you. So let's create that. And then open that up in our editor. So we'll open up app models user. And then here, let's take a look at that session controller that we just created. And let's create this method find or create from from auth hash. So this is going to be a class method. And we're gonna accept an auth hash here. And we need to, look up the user or create them basically exactly what the method says using those uh, keys inside of the auth hash so how are we going to go ahead and do that now we're going to do this uh, interestingly we're going to say the user is where we can uh, take the provider from the auth hash and look that up And then we're also going to look up the UID as well. So we wanna make sure that it's scoped to that uh, on both cases. And so we'll have a where, and we'll do first or create to look up that user. And then we're gonna update that user with the other details in the auth hash that we just created. So here we're gonna have the name assigned to auth hash info name, and we're gonna have the same thing for, instead of name, we'll have image. And the other things that we need to put in is the latest uh, token and secret. So we'll have this auth hash credentials. dot token and secret is our auth hash dot credentials dot secret so uh, as you noticed I remembered halfway through here that we can do uh, this method call to grab the hash so they've used the indifferent hash access on these so that while it's actually a hash we can use the uh, prettier looking and easier to write code formatting here. So I much prefer this. And then we're going to do this and update the user because uh, we always want the latest name, image, and their token in secret. So we're going to do it that way and then return the user at the end. So we'll look the user up. We'll update them with the latest information on their profile and then save the user. So Twitter uses different URLs for each profile image. So if you change it, a lot of those websites that connected with Twitter will have broken images. So we wanna do that so that next time it comes back, we'll update your profile, make sure we've got your stuff in sync, and then uh, you will generally be best off that way. So back here in our console, or in the sessions controller, we can raise that uh, error again, and let's try going back to our browser, and then going to auth Twitter again, and seeing what happens now that we get there. So uh, of course our migrations are pending, and we need to run rake db migrate. And now that those are finished running, let's go back to auth Twitter, authorize the app, and we should get the error page again and this time unknown attribute image for user so we just need to jump back into the user change this to profile image and try that again now if you refresh this um you'll see that you get the user it's been created in the database with id of number one set the provider as twitter the uid the name a token, secret, and the profile image. So everything looks to have gotten set correctly and loaded up properly. And here we can now take our uh, sessions controller and actually sign in the user. So we don't have this self.current user as a thing yet. Um, And I'm going to just use the session and we'll set the user ID equal to at user.id. So we'll use and create our own session system by hand for this just because it's simple and uh, that's what we'll do. And in the application controller, we can have a current user method and this will look up the user.find based on the session user ID if there is one. So that will look the user up and set that. And we're going to use a caching here to the instance variable so that when you're signed in, we'll look this up from the database once, but we'll only do that once and save it to this variable. So here in our layouts application.html I'm gonna paste in some code here and we'll have the signed in as current user dot name and we'll have this only sign or only show if there is a current user so last but not least we need the current user method to be available as a helper method so that it can be used inside the views as well as inside our controllers So save that, refresh the page, and you'll see that I'm now signed in as Chris Oliver. So we're able to authenticate our user, and we've saved their information to the database records, which we can see if we open up the Rails console as well. We can grab the first user, and um, so that is my name that we've got. If we want to, we can experiment with this and change some things, and we can say here, instead of that, uh, name name we will use a nickname instead and now if we go to Auth Twitter and authorize the application again it will come back here and you'll see that I'm signed in as exit 3 so we are correctly updating these credentials every single time which is fantastic and now we can go into our user model and add uh, some functionality in here to connect with the Twitter gem now, the Twitter gem by SF Eric is pretty fantastic and always being constantly updated. Uh, tons of tests for it and really well written. So uh, here we'll just be able to take a look at their very simple uh, new REST client and we'll use this inside of our application. So let's dive into doing that. Uh, first things first, paste the gem file line in there, then dive into our... Terminal run bundle to install it. And once it's installed, we can grab this line from the uh, readme here. And then let's jump into our user model and set up just this simple uh, Twitter client here under the Twitter method. Uh, so here I'm going to say at client null equals that. And this is just going to be very simple. So we have the consumer. Secret and the consumer key that were our Rails application um, dot secrets dot Twitter API key and the same thing here for our secret. And then when you use the access tokens, this is what's telling you, uh, or telling Twitter that you're using it on behalf of a different user. And here we just put in the token in secret that we got from OmniAuth. So that came here. We saved it to the user's database record, and then we can use it very simply here in our Twitter configuration. So inside our tweet class, I'm gonna add a, after, or let's do a before create call Mac that says post to Twitter, and here we're just gonna make a method called post to Twitter, and we're gonna take the user that the tweet belongs to, and we need to create that association, and then we're gonna have the Twitter account that we just created, or the Twitter client, and then we're gonna update the status on Twitter with the body of this tweet. So here we need to validate the validates user id and body for presence as true and then that will make sure that when we submit our tweet in the ui we'll be able to make sure that that works correctly so here in our tweets controller in the create action i'm going to set the tweet uh, user id equal to the current user id so that we make sure that Um, This always gets set to your current user's ID and you can never impersonate someone else and tweet from their account, which would be very bad. So uh, the last thing we need to do is update our form, kill off that user ID method, and that is all we need to do and we should be able to create a new tweet. uh, test post from our at go rails episode and create that tweet cross your fingers and see what happens and it looked like everything worked we got right back to the first tweets uh page and we can go check twitter to make sure that it actually posted. and here you go so this correctly posted to twitter and everything worked just like we expected it to so this twitter rest client is actually the full api uh, client for uh, your users that you can access on behalf of them. So if you check out the SFRIC Twitter page, you can see all the different things you can do, such as following users, fetching users, seeing all the followers of a, a specific user, finding friends, and so on. So if you want to get your, your timeline to display maybe on the home page here, you could do that using the home timeline um, or the user timeline or whatever you want to do. So uh, you have full access to that using the user.twitter method. So all you need to do is use that uh, from a user instance, and there you go. You have full access to the Twitter client. I hope you found this episode useful. Uh, I really enjoyed making applications with the Twitter API and connecting with OmniAuth. You can take a lot of this and uh, switch out the keys from Twitter and switch them with Facebook and add Omni off Facebook and do very much the same thing there uh, using a different gem like Koala to set up the API connection for you. So I hope that's a great foundation for you to get started with and we'll probably dive a little bit deeper into it in the future.